Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Hey, big boy. Mm, there we go. Oh, man. How are you, bud? Oh, I'm pretty good. Just ate some lunch. Went for a long, sunny walk. Slurping on some mud. Mm, I love a mud slurp. I've been buying some high-end beans. You know what I'm saying? How high are we talking about? Not that high. I mean... I'm ordering within Canada so that they deliver within like a month radius. Um, so it's not my boy. I'm, I'm trying to support local businesses. My boy, Sam James in Toronto. Is it, is it sub $20 or, or above $20 for, I would, I think it's 18 for the bag. You know what I'm saying? 18 is, is, is me is mid. So what sit? Can you, all right, when we get done with it's this, not can mid. You send me, it's not mid, but it's, you said mid, bitch. What do you say? Say, say what you mean then? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it depends on your definition of mid, you know, because because literally, mid is short for middle, I guess, like mid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. But, yeah, but yeah, I thank feel you, like, thank I, you for that. Well, th- I was just setting <laughs> up the rest of that sentence because with marijuana terminology, mid has sort of taken on a connotation of it's it's just bad quality just like it's it's that's true mid is low it should be low what is the you know like there's gas there's mid but what (laughs) there's nothing there's there's only two is that like Uh, the is that like the the classic or trash world that we're living in it can only be well, there's like shake and, and, and like dirt weed, a term I remember from my day. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's there's skunk, there's dirt weed, but like people don't say that anymore. People only say you you either have gas or you have loud or you have mid. And if you have mid, it is bad. Well maybe what maybe what you're saying then is that that loud is the best, mm-hmm. gas is actually mid, and then mid is actually trash. <sighs> <laughs> If you're right about Damn, that, I, everything I, <laughs> about this world, I don't want to live in this world anymore. I just blew TJ mine with a little weed talk. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even all gone off the pack. You know, when I, you know, back in the day, mid wasn't so bad. You know, middle class, mid, mid range sedan. These are all. That's true. It, it was truly, it was mid. It was actually meant what it, what it, what we, it should. A Toyota Camry is a fine, respectable car. 
It is not. It is not just some bad, bad car. Bad car. You're, you're right. Bad, bad car. Bad car. Uh. So you're right. Yeah. So I mean, but I my um my coffee spending has. It has gone down for sure. I mean, just like everyone, we haven't purchased a cup of Joe in a in a store in what seems like months. I mean, I'm dying for a fucking professionally made cup of mud right now, boy. But is it changing you to where you're fine with just eat, you know, having a, a plain black pour over drip coffee? I mean, I would have that sometimes anyway. Like I wasn't, yeah. I'm not that, I, I just, I don't even like lattes who needs the extra cows. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the thought of going into it. We're a, not in a, high school a, anymore. Uh, uh, yes, 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 that's true. But I do like the idea of going in and getting a $9 latte somewhere <laughs> with, an, with, a, with a quite pricey alternative milk. <laughs> but it, it's good to like, it's good to go out and, and when you go to a, a proper place, get a proper espresso with a little bit of little bit of cream oh, yeah. in there. That that is a nice Crema. thing. And it, and when you're Crema. when you treat that as a treat <laughs> and just drink plain black mud every day. That's right. Then it, then it's good. You know what I'm even thinking about, Jason, and this is truly core times, just thinking about a Madeline, maybe. A, like a nice a, a Madeline cookie? A warm Madeline, maybe pistachio on the side Jesus. with a with a double espresso. Maybe I'll do a cheeky dunk. <laughs> I'll, what if I dunk? A bitch? dunkaroo? I'm the Michael Jordan of the Madeline. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put it through the hoop. Michael Jordan of Madeline's can only be <laughs> somebody fat. You're not. You're <laughs> yeah, yeah. not fat enough to be the Michael Jordan of Madeline's. Oh, fat enough, bitch. What does that mean? Do, do you want to be fatter? No, I just oh. think. <laughs> <laughs> I see what's going on. Yeah, God, dude. Sorry, you the are slander. You're too thin to be the Michael Jordan of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I I think a Madeline, though. I know it's technically a cookie, but to me, it's somewhere between. Choose like your a next words very cookie. wisely. Go on. I, I feel like I feel like it's more muffiny. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Uh, it <laughs> help is, me, f- help me, food god. Answer my questions. A, ma- a Madeline is. It does have a little bit of that poofy, muffiny softness to it. You don't have that snap of a of a short biscuit. Yeah. No, it ain't, it ain't a snap. You know what I mean? When you bite into it, mm-hmm. it's soft. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I you mean, you really have been thinking about Madelines, haven't you? <laughs> Mate, it's true with a spot tea. You know what I mean? Also, it's a good um, cookie because you need a special utensil to cook them in you have to buy a custom pan a madeline pan mm. i actually knew that i actually knew that um, i bet your fat ass did bitch oh my god i'm gonna come through this phone boy um <sighs> man jason I, I you know i love talking about madeline's but i think we need to talk about the roller coaster of emotions this podcast has put us both through in the last 48 hours <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah i mean i've been i've been letting it wash over me and not, I, I maybe I have I've been repressing it more than you have. You you wear your heart on your sleeve, and I and I, I do. I'm working on coming out of my shell more. But you you it is time for you to come out. I agree. <laughs> yeah, we had we had some we had some uh, some setbacks because of um, big big podcast media conglomerates were not into what we were up to over here. And we, um, you know, when we started the show, we created some artwork that was inspired by <laughs> artwork 
from another <laughs> podcast called um, The Daily by the failing New York Times. Yeah. That, and even I though mean, that podcast is, is very popular, quite, quite big. I've never listened to an episode, but I have listened to like the syndicated NPR version of it, like when it's on the radio. And the amount of people that they, at the end where they give the credits to, have you listened to this? Oh, it's like 150 people. It's like a fucking encyclopedia. Like at a certain, like at a certain, that's the only thing I have to comment on. I'm sure it's a great um, award-winning, groundbreaking tell, I, show. I, I can tell you all about the podcast if you'd like me to. Well, um, hold, but like, there's more <laughs> credits for this fucking podcast that they make every day than like a Scorsese film. Like, what's going on over there? How many people do you need bro, to make a fucking podcast? I mean, you know, some would say two if they're both geniuses. Some would say a hundred. But I think it's more because of the speed in which they have to do it and the level of – I agree. It's it's overkill. But I also think it's like the speed and yeah. how – I think they have to run it on like a 24-hour crew. Basically. Yeah, they're, I mean they're definitely operating it as like a network news show, like like newsroom, the show. You know, it's just a constant buzz of activity and they're cranking out I these forgot stories. About, I forgot about it. Forgot about newsroom, big gas. But you know the the thing with that show, and and I've told you this before, but but friend of the show Matthew Schneier, who used to work in the New York Times and now works in New York Magazine, mm. wrote the the New York Magazine expose on the Daily. And the only thing that makes that snooze fest interesting <laughs> is that the the extremely white Brooklynite male host was gay when he started the show, had a husband left the husband for the female producer of the show. <laughs> and, uh, that is Bro, a, that's that is wild boy shit. Only, no one goes back. Only in podcast world would something like that happen. It's it's absolutely unhinged that you would go from Have you seen Dick. Have you seen the woman? Uh yeah, she's is she, all right. Is she a is she, she a baddie? Is she a pod I baddie? Mean, I didn't she ain't a pod baddie, but like it's also we ain't seen the husband though. You know what I'm saying? Because the husband could have been a dwarf. Mm. He could have been. <laughs> he could have been. He could have been hitting like a fucking thumb. You know what right. I'm saying? And then and then this this like chick comes along and she you know they're working late hours in the stew. They're lo- they love the news. You know she's telling yeah. him to talk even slower than he already talks. That's the whole thing. <laughs> this guy talks. He talks like he's on fucking lean. It's so slow. It's so insane. It's well, so he's gotta, performative. He's got to make a. a, a, a a podcast every single day so he has to slow his words down or else he'll the, the whole show will be done in in, in 12 minutes that's true that, it'd be I, even faster do you think they could sell the rights to the story to get it you know get a24 on the line i mean it seems like a very modern tale but unfortunately i i think he's probably too woke and boring for it to be like interesting actually i mean you, he, know, you know what i mean hollywood likes be, to send we'll we'll jazz it up a little bit don't we'll worry. jazz it up if, if i were to you know it, it'd be cool if he was like yeah i was just done with the dick you know what i'm saying i saw some other shit over here i wanted to smash but it's probably some unfortunately you know overwrought long-winded like emotional bullshit story. I, I think it's less of like him switching his sexuality and more of probably the, the, the podcast glowing up and then his partner not being able to handle that. And then, you know, one, one is on a glow and the other one is like, Oh, your little podcast is doing well. And then, and exactly. then suddenly we're not, they're not so attractive anymore. <clears throat> this has never happened yeah. to me before. Yeah. Wow. Jason, this seems, 
wow, bro, like chill. We don't need to bust it all open <laughs> on episode 13 or 40, whatever this is. It is um, yeah, we can, the people want us to bust it open. Don't worry. That's true. So, so to be very clear and, and of course, um, open with our, our listeners, <clears throat> the, the, we received a, a cease and desist from mm-hmm. the New York Times Corporation uh, based on this artwork that we made that somewhat resembled their little show. Um, <laughs> and because of the, the nature of the claim and, in my belief, where the claim was, was originating, uh, it immediately zapped our podcast. We were locked out. We couldn't post a pod. Yeah, I mean, you know, when when the Daily starts swinging their big dick around iTunes, you know, there things are going to happen, and we we got caught in the in the crossfire. But we we uh, you know, if you're if you're listening to this episode, then you have noticed the artwork has been updated, <clears throat> and people seem to like the artwork a lot. You know, it was it was only a matter of time. We couldn't really exist um, with with joke jokey artwork forever if we wanted to have a legitimate podcast that's true no that's true and so, and and uh, you're right jason and thank you for being the mature one to understand that we have shed our skin and 2.0 has has arrived that's why we mm. that's why we needed to do this state of the union without a guest because <laughs> there was so much to to comment on Exactly, and then t- and then in other unfortunate <clears throat> news, mm-hmm. um, we had a guest and we recorded a full show, mm-hmm. um, and and that was unfortunately lost to technical difficulties. Yeah, you know what? That's happened to every podcast, though. It's every it's every it's podcaster's true. worst nightmare. It's happened to me before in the past, and it's always a fucking nightmare. But you know, you show me one pod bro or bra who has recorded a, a, a series. And it's it's definitely happened to him. So at least we got it done early. We got it out of the way. Luckily, the guest, even though he's a a superstar, is is a friend of the show. So we'll probably be able to to do it again uh, in the near future. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I th- I think that the reality is, if you really love a podcast, you're not here for the guest, Jason. You're here for the fucking host. It's true. I mean, I was uh, you know after talking to some friends over the last few weeks that we've existed, you know, people have said. You know, they, they like listening to us just for kind of the, the general banter between two friends. That's sort of the little magical slice of life that's happening, which, which I agree. That's, it's interesting to listen to that when, you know, every other podcast is like, oh, where'd, where'd you go to school? What was that like? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there's a fami- the familiarity between the two of us that is obviously, you know, intimate and uh, goes into a... <laughs> Also, is the word pause okay? I don't I think pause no, pause no. is also I don't think it is. I don't even know anymore. I mean honestly, what what is okay? Uh at we're, all we're anymore. recording, by the way. I'm serious. What is okay? I mean, yeah, I'm, so there was I, you know, there was a time, whatever, like five five to ten years ago when you would hear people say the phrase no homo. Oh, very popular in the in the hip hop community. Very popular in the hip hop community, and then it was just a thing that a lot of people started saying as like a funny joke, um, with no you know ill will behind it or no no hate against homosexual people, and then that kind of went away, and then people started saying pause, which 
isn't really offensive, but it could be considered offensive if you know the root meaning of it. So is there is there a new way of saying that? Or is there, I don't think, or, or there's no way of saying that correctly anymore? I'm going to say there's no way of saying it correctly anymore. <clears throat> and as I guess as there shouldn't be? Uh, yeah, no, I think, I think we, we should have graduated from that as a society, I would agree. And, and so what was happening before no homo? Do you, did people just say like, not to sound like I'm gay, but, and then they would yeah, say. Basically, yeah, basically, I think so. I mean, I was watching The Office last night and. Um, <laughs> Big surprise. A, <laughs> no, they have a great episode from season two about like a diversity training episode. And mm. one of the, one of Oscar, one of the guys that works in the office is, is gay and Michael outs him. And it's just, it was kind of insane to see it on TV because that's like how the way people used to talk is, is pretty crazy when you think about it, you know, not that long ago as well. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. That's, I think that's a thing that a lot of people are learning in, in the quarantine as they're, as they're kind of diving back into old movies and television shows, how shit was very, they were, they were letting it fly not too long ago. Not too long terribly ago offensive stuff. Like even like watching Frasier or something, like they let some some offensive shit spray back then. People let. And that I was mean, considered you know. like kind of a you know an intellectual comedy as well. Yes, on, uh, yeah, on, uh, but you know, intellectual and woke are two different things. Mind equals blown. I agree with that now. You know, I I, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm feeling. I, yeah, I was feeling defeated earlier, Jason. I really was, man. I, I felt like we had been through. We we had defeated the crooked New York Times, and we were coming out on top. And then <laughs> we had this fucking SD card malfunction, and, and and you know the silver lining, I guess, is that I get to fucking chop it up with my boy one on one for public consumption. You're welcome. But <clears throat> you know, in the just look at it, you know, with 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 eyes pulled back, with eyes wide open. You know, in a, in even in a week from now, you will have forgot all of this has happened, and all of our listeners will have forgiven us. That's kind of the beauty of our the new cycle that we have created. That's true. I mean, that's a double edged sword. If we release the best episode we've ever released, and it comes out, it's going to be a great afternoon on Twitter. The mentions are going to be explosive and then the next day it's gone if we release a very bad episode where we say really terrible things people will have forgotten about it a day later it's true it's true it's it sucks to say that because i want that dopamine hit every fucking day that's why i produce all this stupid content <laughs> it's not for money this is definitely not for money it's just I'm, for that no dopamine hit. well you know the Bro. it's just like you know, creating your editorial content so your commercial work comes in. Exactly, exactly. You know, I, I also I want to. I have a little bone to pick with you. Um, mm. Not not you, I guess, but just in general. I, so I've been buying a lot of fucking groceries, right? Um, because the restaurants can't aren't wait open. to see how uh, this is my fault. But go on. <laughs> yeah, because you're like a grocery guy or whatever. And, <laughs> grocery guy. <laughs> Jason, I'm one of those guys who like (laughs) needs to eat food to survive. So he, one of those cats who goes to the store where they sell the food and then you buy it. But I think that I, at this point, I haven't totaled up yet, but I'm pretty sure it's more expensive to shop at the grocery store than it is to eat out. 
I really do. Did it really depends? It depends on a lot of bro. I'm blowing a fucking bag at the local organic market, and that's fine. That's what I want to be doing because I'm not going to go to some shit grocery store. I but. I, I cannot. I, I really find that hard to believe because uh, you know I will spend maybe a hundred dollars a week at the grocery store on on shit, and that's not if I'm buying um, natural wines. Or, you know, big ticket olive oils, but, you know, just normal shit. <laughs> I'm dropping, you know, a hundred bucks a week or something like that at the grocery store. Bro, bro I'm, I'm spending, I'm spending, I'm spending a hundred bucks every three days, dude. Like, but before, thought, you know, but before you would spend a hundred dollars a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner eating out, wouldn't you? Yeah, but that's fire. I get atmosphere with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get atmosphere with that. Well, that's atmosphere different. or so, not, you're, it's still a hundred dollars a day versus a hundred dollars. Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't spending a hundred. I, I mean, shit, maybe. I don't know, man. I just want restaurants back, bro. I think that's what it comes down <laughs> to. I'm just there's a hole in my cold dead heart where restaurants used to be. Well, I mean, there's there's no solution because any any type of band aid on that problem is going to be worse than. Than anything, like, like, could you imagine so having are, a Zoom dinner party with people? Fuck no, that shit is dorky as this Zoom shit is dorky as fuck, bro. Like Zoom, I'll, I'll download Zoom for a bag or for berries. Anything else, you can get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> bag or berries, that's it. That's it. That's the name of my mixtape. But I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand it. Like I don't like. Does that make you actually feel closer to people? Like I don't know if that would work for me. I think, I mean, I think you and I don't possess these parts of our brains where it delights us to see other people, I guess. I don't know. I like, mean, I love to link and build with the fam, but. I do too. But no, I'm, I'm the same way. I have, I really have no interest, no desire to whatsoever. And thank, thank God my girlfriend is the same. I mean, I because that could tear been, that could tear a relationship apart. Absolutely. I mean, the best part is I haven't been invited to any. Just to be clear, so uh, either I've put the word out, or people don't want to see me either. So I, I don't know. I don't know which is. I don't know which is which. But I do have a Zoom call tomorrow, um, uh, work related. So that'll be my first time using the platform, and I'll, I'll be happy to discuss it on a later podcast. Um, yeah, we can't wait. I think. And, you know, for a Zoom, it's like, what What else are we going to accomplish that we couldn't have accomplished on a phone call? I think that I think with with um, work shit, there's some sort of like accountability stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's accountability. Um, like, there's screen sharing. Like, I get it. I, I, get, I think that's why like AA is thriving on it, too, is because you like can there's accountability like you you have to show up and be seen. You can't like fake it in any way. You know what I mean? Or or you're more engaged, I guess. You're talking about American Apparel? Yeah, exactly. Dov's new platform. <laughs> yeah, the accountability thing is is definitely huge, and I, I th- the only way I've really seen that in action is is like with Zoom fitness classes. Then you yeah, know, but like how if it's just like a a picture of your your face and then like a little bit of your shoulders, how are you going to prove that you're doing work? Like sit there and look like you're staring at a screen. Done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Which I I sit and look at a screen all fucking day with no account. I don't need accountability for that. I do that. I do that shit for free, baby. That's my life. Some people do. You're that's why you're a successful freelancer. But other people mm. need to be watched. I could probably be watched a little bit. 
did you watch the the SNL work from home episode? I I didn't watch like the whole <clears> thing. <throat> I I I I watched a few of them on Twitter. Um, but what do you think? It was a nightmare. It was that bad. See, I thought what I saw was fine. There were there were a couple moments where I chuckled. I don't know. I, I've I've listened to some other podcasts and hear some comedians talking about how the attempt to do like live Zoom stand up shows or comedy things is just so it just doesn't work because you don't have the audience there, you know. And then when they when they did Weekend Update, they did they had like a Zoom laugh track. Like they had some of their friends watching it along so then when they told the jokes <laughs> yeah yeah but it yeah. just sounded like like four women from bushwick who were doing it so like every single joke it was just like <laughs> so like, all four of michael che's fucking tender dates from the last month <laughs> <laughs> laughing on the i you know i watched uh john john oliver and bill maher and john oliver doesn't have a laugh track and bill maher does and it's it's so strange how used to laugh tracks we are like it, even even now that we don't have them, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 almost disorienting to watch a show like that where it's like host to camera with no laugh track. Yeah, it's fucked up, and I need I need the laughs. <laughs> I need that married with children style laugh track. Exactly, and then when a hottie comes on screen, I need all the boys in the ooh, back to go to do whistle. a dog a dog whistle. Ah, <laughs> yes, yes, a classic. But I I don't know. What you know, my my girlfriend is saying like if, if SNL can't pull it off then who can? But I, I think do you think do you think they maybe went too ambitious? I, I mean I think what they were doing the only thing that they could do, which is basically like, hey, you guys have you know you guys are all trained professionals. You're the best people in you know in America at making these sketches because you have the best job in America for making sketches. You have an iPhone. All these kids can do it on YouTube. So go for it. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't know. It was just the, the, I think the, the, the differentiator here is they were making these little like funny spoof videos and TikTok dances and parodies and YouTube skits. Mm. But they, they were, those are all things that are enjoyable and entertaining when you're watching on Instagram YouTube. or Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. it's good for like free shit, but it's not, it's not good enough. In my opinion, it's not good enough for. You, you know, expect more from money. comedy, comedy professionals. You know what, Jason? I've learned. I don't expect no, much. Not, not from comedy, comedy professionals, but for, for paid content. Like, I, I, I pay money to Hulu so I can watch this show. So, you know, give me, I, I, d- I demand a little bit more or like the. Wait, did you, did you have to pay for it? No, I already, I was already a Hulu member. So, you know. Oh, like, it, oh, it was on, oh, so it was live on Hulu. Um, it, it's not live on Hulu. They, they, they put it up the next day. Okay. <clears throat> but also the, um, the Tiger, the Tiger King show, they did a, a recap episode with Joel McHale for some reason. I heard he was a dick and people weren't fucking with it. He was kind of a dick, but how could you not be a dick, you know? I mean, it I wasn't, it wasn't I I was fine with it, but it was it was a little odd. Uh, my pendulum has swung so far on on TK that I like couldn't even be bothered to watch it. Yeah, I well everyone was like, "Oh, there's, you know, the the 
the mania of the show is so crazy that they're actually going to put out another episode. They're going to feed the streets with more shit. I'm like, okay, I'll watch that. And it was just Joel McHale FaceTiming all the cast members and being like, wasn't it crazy when that freaking tiger bit you? Yeah. And they're like, Dude, yeah. Joel, By the way, Joel McHale's ripped as fuck. I'm into it. <laughs> his hair is very fucked up looking in it. He, yeah, his hair. His, hair plugs. I think he got some work done, but his body... He looks good. Body looks good. He's a, he's an Atwater head. I see him around a lot. What, what do you think he does now? Like, what does he do? <clears throat> Besides holding on to trash show Community. If, community is the most overrated show ever. I've never watched an episode of it. Couldn't be it's me. It's not good. But when something like that goes away, then people want it more. It's just a, it's a, it's a supply-demand mm-hmm. situation, I think. Deprivation but never, marketing. It, it, I, but they've been talking about it coming back for like five years. So I'm like, guys, shit or get off the pot. Like, this isn't like, you think Donald Glover is going to fucking come back and do your little broke boy TV show? Like, he don't care about you, dude. He might. Maybe he'll have nah. some more kids and he needs, to, he needs to get a baggie. Damn, that's right. I mean, yeah, that's true. Good point. But Good point. When I was watching the Netflix show, I was like, I, you know, I pay money to subscribe to Netflix for this like crazy you know, quality of content, you know, Irishman or whatever, all these wild ass flicks. And it's just, you know, two people talking with AirPods on Netflix. I'm like, this isn't good enough. You just don't do it. Just, Jason, just, look, just I play see, old bro, movies. Like until you figure it out, these, they got to do, they got they to do something, dude. And, and the numbers will show that it's working and TJ wrong. Yeah, I know. This is all obviously just my personal opinion, and they're only creating content in the way that they can. You know, they're very handicapped right now, so they're making an effort. So that is is cool, but I feel like it's just not. You know, if it, if I was running Netflix, I'd be like, no, not good enough. Just do this shit like on Instagram Live, do it on some YouTube stuff, but don't don't like put it on the. Don't, I, yeah, don't I get you. Try to market it as a new episode of. Netflix, where people you know pay hard-earned money to to, to well, subscribe don't, to. Well, don't worry, Jason, because luckily for you, I believe there's a new Chris D'Elia special on Netflix, so you'll be you'll have plenty of content for, I would, to, I would, to giggle I would at. rather watch Chris D'Elia do stand-up than that SNL from home shit, I will say. Damn, that's fucked up, bro. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's lower, that's lower than I thought you could go, family. Um, I've, I don't think I've ever seen Delia stand-up, but I know he is very polarizing. Well, I just think, I mean, I've listened to the podcast a few times and he just sounds dumb, but when I really was out on it is when I found out he was a sneakerhead. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's talking about Yeezys. Like, comedians trying to be swaggy at all is truly unachievable. I think, well, I, th- I think they now that comedians reached, like, influencer like dj bro status of like private jets and lamborghinis they you know they don't know how to handle stuff so they're like i guess i should be buying yeezys i guess i should wear like long long tees and yeezys yeah and it doesn't help that they're all from la where long tees and yeezys can get you pretty far it can get you pretty far. He's also got long hair, so you can't. I feel like long hair with a long T is just like that's a lot of long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Too long. Like, p- pick one, dog. Like, yeah, you, you need know I, you need some. You need to pair the long stuff with some short stuff, so so the damn. long looks longer. Damn, Jason, you're a prophet, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, that's, I, I think that's why people shave their pubes and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> wow. No, we do not talk about that kind of crude stuff on this podcast. I know, I know. I, I take that back. I shouldn't have let that fly. It's okay, Jason. I'll, anything for a joke in these difficult times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I really don't, I really don't know what, what the future of content is going to be because I think there's, we're in the middle of like a mad dash of what is going to go on. Like what is, how is outdoor voices going to make their vids? How is, you know, how is Vogue going to do their shoots? All this shit. I mean, I don't think they are. I think that's the thing. I mean, I do think there was a, there was a Vogue business article last week about how this is going to be every you know, this is going to be good for influencers. And that's the f- argument I keep. I'm like, guys, do you not see how this is going to be even better for them than it was before? They operate on their own already. So it's yeah. like, no, this is, it, this is truly the time for influencers, but like, I, that's why I am now an influencer. Just, I wanted to say it officially. <laughs> how does it feel to have those words leave your breath? Honestly, it's overdue. So, um, Companies, if you want to send me stuff and then I'll I'll put it on and post it on Instagram for a fee, just let me know. I think that I'm more of a content creator and you're more of an influencer. How do you uh, – is that because you're the AV guy on the show <laughs> or like what, what do you mean by that? Why do you mm, – why would you I, I think say – Because you, you as an influencer, you get – you know, brands give you money to post about stuff. That's not true. I've only never gotten because, money to post about anything. Only because you have amassed a lot of followers from your picks of chairs and doorways and stuff. <laughs> and then <laughs> TJ, watch your fucking words, bro. And, and then content creators, you know, we we create a product. We create art that is then um, you know, given in exchange for goods and services or money or products, lotions, things like that. <laughs> lotions? I got a lot. I have a lot of lotions. Okay. I got a lot of lotion. <laughs> um, I think that, I think that first of all, I've never been paid to post a product. I just post what I love and people respond to that. And if you're jealous of that, you can take that somewhere else. Dickhead. Wow. That sounds like a, a verbatim Logan Paul quote, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm reading my Logan Paul <laughs> script right now. So, <laughs> I don't know. I just get, I just post what I love and then like everything works it's, out. It's true. Like, I don't know what you create exactly, but I mean, besides being, besides being the former boomerang king of Atwater, I don't know. What, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what you've ever given us God. besides a funny tweet once every six months. What, is, what do you think your boomerang is? Like if, if my boomerang is like a, a blind spot on my road to where I am now, like, what what do you think your boomerang is? Dude, fuck, I don't know. I mean, I've done so so much dumb stuff. <laughs> like so much dumb stuff. But you know, I've gone so deep into Twitter before and I never really used hashtags, which is really surprising to me. I did a few of course are strays, but like I never went through a hashtag phase. Did you ever go back and scrub old tweets? I've never no, I didn't. No. I mean, I should have because I had literally a, a six month period where all I did is look at Twitter and write a book, but I, I didn't. I didn't. I got. Do I got lucky because, because I, my account got hacked a few years ago and I lost almost all my old tweets, which is good. Because, do you have some mess, messy stuff in there, Teach? No, I mean nothing was ever like offensive or harmful to my career or future, but it was more of just like the rudimentary things that people would tweet 
10 years ago are, are embarrassing as fuck. Like it would, I would, yeah, it's definitely embarrassing. Or like I would put a, like on Instagram, like a grid photo of like, like a taco that I'm eating and be like taco, epic taco for the win. <laughs> and it would have eight, eight likes on it with like a, like a heavy filter. Epic taco for the win. And that, and that is a, a post of, somebody who is quote-unquote cool like imagine how bad <laughs> normal people's shit was when they first discovered instagram and Twitter. i mean i definitely I'm, i mean I, i've scrolled back pretty far and there's nothing too craze you know what i mean like I, good I, for you for having i mean that level of restraint i don't know if it's restraint or if it's just maybe it is i don't know i think the brand is just strong and i've made mistakes in other arenas Maybe I'm just not as cool as I thought I was. That's definitely true. I could have told you that before we started down this fucking long road. <laughs> okay. Yeah, boomeranging was was a bad one, wasn't it? I mean, you were the boomerang king of Atwater. <laughs> I don't know who called you that, but that stuck. I feel like that was like a thing somebody actually said to you. Uh, it was. It was some. It was on some podcast at some point, and it was. A, it was a funny burn. I don't know why I thought boomerangs were so cool. It's bad. Well, I mean, boomerangs are so to be, bad. To be fair, I think a lot of people thought they were cool. Yeah, I mean, people still do them. Do they? Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. I still, I still see like a loose boomerang here and there, and when you see that, it's like, I mean, I guess there's probably like 17 people listening to this right now who have boomeranged in the last week who are. You know, thinking about if eating if a whole bottle of Advil, driving a car you, off the cliff. If you've boomeranged in the last seven days, go ahead and hang up now. <laughs> go ahead and unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and hit blast that unsubscribe button. Um, I don't know where the unsubscribe button is, but go ahead and hit it. <laughs> Shit, man. Shit, uh, man. So uh, I got, I finally got some masks yesterday. You feel, do you feel safe? Um, I got an N95. And only, was, only that, only that good shit, baby. Top shelf, purple label mask. I've, I've noticed that it is too small for my face. Yeah, they're not comfortable. That's the thing about these masks that they aren't telling you. The, the big, <laughs> big, big mask is not telling you that these shits are uncomfortable as fuck. These things that you wear to uh, save your life, not, I hate, not comfortable. I hate. I hate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you when you when you go to the hospital and they give you stitches and you're like, mm, I don't love these. Is there another it's, option? It really is. It really is not the best. But I wore but, it. I wore it on um on a bike ride. I went on like a uh, you know maybe like fifteen twenty mile or around around town, and I was wearing it because everybody else was wearing it, and it was a fucking nightmare. I was so foggy. No, no, it, was, I, it was very no, hard to it, breathe. No, it's stupid. I'm not going to wear it to exercise. I'd rather die. I think I think it's just a matter of when you are exercising, you're just you're going extra. You're not doing just six feet apart. You're, maybe you're doing sixteen feet. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I I would, but I mean, the mask thing is, man, I hate them. Oh my god, they're so uncomfortable. It's hard to breathe. It fogs up my fucking glasses. <laughs> they were fogging up my Oakleys, man. It sucks. 
Exactly, bro. That's and, what I'm saying. And then I, you have, and then you like, you're supposed to put them in a rice cooker to like disinfect or reuse them. I think. Look, let me just say this: there's levels to this shit, and mm-hmm. I'm, I, I draw the line somewhere. I'm gonna wear a mask in public, like I'm told to, but I ain't putting it in a fucking microwave. <laughs> I was, I went to the weed store a couple of days ago before I had the mask. And they Damn, were, dangerous living. And they were like, you, the weed store was the first place I ever, I have been in the quarantine where they required you to wear a face covering. And the, it was like the irony of going into a weed store with a bandana over my face. You know, a month ago I would get a gun pulled on me and now they won't let me in without one. Damn. It was just, it's just, it's so weird walking around with like a black bandana across your face, like, like a bad boy. I I don't like it. I mean, I really don't. Like it's it, it's I mean, no one does, but it's just uncomfortable. I think some know? people some people must. I bet you there's a lot of people like Bandana Twitter is probably like, "Yes, finally I can." That's true. Bandana Twitter is lit as hell. You're right. They they've got they've got vintage bandanas coming out their fucking ears right now. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. But did was the weed store absolutely litty? Weed store was very lit. It was weed store was the, probably the most efficient store I had been to. Like out of any shopping, I mean, I've only been to like a grocery store or a pharmacy for stuff, but those places it's just like the wild west. There's no rules, nobody enforcing them, no social distancing, just everyone doing a free for all. And the yeah. weed store, it's just like you can't touch anything. You can't. They w- they don't even let you smell the nugs. Damn, you just gotta pick nugs off 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 rip, like off site. Yeah, you can only look at the no nugs. Nu- no nug no nug sniff. No nug sniff. No nug holding of the jar. No inspection. All you can do is just point and say, "I want that one." And then they have there was like little feet markers on the floor where you where you have to stand and where you can't stand. It was very impressive. So, um, what did you cop at the weed emporium? I just got two eights, indica and a sativa. Damn, bro, you're a pussy. Two eights. <laughs> how much? Um, were how much were you buying at a time? Bitch, that's a blunt. Like that's two blunts, <laughs> basically. That's right. Um, I thought, you, Tam, I thought you were cooler than this. What do you? I mean, how are you hitting it in a pipe? No, 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 no. Um, I, I, I just roll J's. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> What smoking a joint is not cool? Just no, because you're a, joint, a blunt boy? No, nah, smoking a joint's cooler than like other stuff you could do. Like I don't know, people do. People are doing wild shit. Like I think that these. smoking a joint is the coolest way to smoke weed. I think that a blunt is. It's a little od. If you're a pussy, I agree. I think a blunt is number one. Joint is number two. You know, I might even say bong number three. And then pipe four, but I I used to use a pipe because it's the easiest thing to do when you're smoking weed alone. But a bong is actually cool. I I have two because you get blasted off a bong. Bong is is definitely the most efficient way to get high as fast as possible with the least amount of weed. You can just put one little baby nug in there, give it a real big dog rip, and you know you you have a nasty little wet cloud. 
Well, that's disgusting. And since you're, I mean, since you have all this free time, why don't you make a gravity bong out of a five gallon bucket from Home Depot? Fuck, I'm never going to gravity you're, again. Gravity is the real shit, bro. Gravity, you feel like you're going to die. Yeah, gravity is not good at all. I did it at a Christmas party one time. I really thought I was going to die. Damn, how old were you? Uh, probably like 19. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's my gravity bong years were like 19 to 23. It would come up more often. Yeah, it happens in your friend's parents' garage. Yeah, definitely a garage. I feel like the guys from Cartel were heavy into the gravity bong for a little while. It's so, it's so weird how smoking weed is so not social when you become an adult. When you're a teen, it is completely yeah. social. I would yeah. I would only smoke weed with the homies. You you're know? only squatting up in a parking lot in Orange County and passing it around. And now that I'm an adult, the last thing I want to do is be high around people that I know or not. I just want to be in the crib solo with the office mm. on repeat. Yep, I get it. Look, it's funny. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a funny show. <laughs> um, okay, what else do we have on one on our docket? I, I was going to talk about tie-dye, but I don't really have anything. Do you think tie-dye is I, – I thought tie-dye was going to die a long time ago, but it still is holding on. What do you think it's going well, to take to kill to kill tie dye? I think once we finally break away from streetwear in general, I think we'll it'll it'll go away with that. You know, do you think? I don't think there's any signs of streetwear slowing down ever. Uh, no, there are, Jason. Um, I mean, obviously, all of this has been disrupted now, especially considering that streetwear the easiest clothes to make. So I think people are going to be leaning into that now with with the situation we're in, but. When the shows, I mean, it was like fashion, fashion was moving away from it for sure. Um, and sneaker sales are plummeting right now, dying. Really? Yeah, because it's, I mean, that's the last thing people need. Like, except these fucking dorks that have bare bricks and cause toys. Like, who's going to be copying? I mean, like, it's just, I think I saw some crazy figure like 80% down from last year or something. Sneakers? Yeah, because I mean, you're not sitting at home. Cool copying snakes right now i mean i almost copped a pair but i didn't but in theory like you're not doing that i mean have you been where are you gonna cop um well i was gonna cop some some converse that were on sale uh <laughs> i saw a good, i saw i usually hate sale but i feel like everything's on sale now so i should take advantage you know what i mean i usually hate sale <laughs> you know i hate sales i know i know so i mean i i do you so you really think that just streetwear streetwear is going to at a certain point come to an end i mean it won't come to an end but it'll just crawl back into its hole and live in its own little world you know what do you think will happen to supreme oh they'll be fine they're gonna be nike like if they open enough stores and and do it right they can thrive so then the same way sneakers turned into just shoes do you think the same thing will happen where streetwear just turns into clothes yeah, very possibly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, most people, I mean, wearing a hooded sweatshirt and sneakers is pretty easy to do. I don't really see that. That I think the trendiness of it could go away, but the necessity of it will never. Yeah, at a certain point, they're just kind of basics. It just threads, bro. Like, like for example, like if I were to cop a full sweatsuit from Talentless, you know, uh, Scott Disick Sweats brand, mm. that's, time, that's timeless. No logos, it's timeless. 
like it is, you know? I didn't know that Scott Disick has a clothing line called Talentless. It's actually pretty good from what I've seen. It's just blanks. It's just like, it's like garment dyed sweats. It's, it's easy light. So it's, it's like Mad Happy without a Mad Happy embroidering on it? Yes, because Mad Happy is an actual criminal. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean an actual criminal? Mad Happy should be put in jail for being corny. <laughs> it hurts the it hurts the eyes. I mean, that shit is that shit is absolutely insane. But also, like, of course, that's working. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't think that streetwear is going to go away anytime soon, as long as there are teens and and young people. But I I think the trend of like the mad happy trend of disguising your brand that's rooted in commerce to be something that is you know, greater than, you know, for the the sustainable ecological future of our world or mental health and all that shit that I, that I want to die soon. I want a lot of things to die soon, Tej. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the, whenever every year when there's pride and every brand just puts a rainbow logo on their thingy and say, we like gay people. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same thing, you know, same logic I think is happening with all these streetwear brands of, yeah, it's exactly. all, you I mean, know, you we don't, I don't even care about selling the clothes at Barney's or, or Essence or any of these companies that we sell our $500 hoodies at. It's all about, you know, Mother Earth is awesome and water is good and nature. And it's health. okay. It, it's okay to be a capitalist. You know what I mean? It's okay to want to make money. Yeah, I, I just, like. just sell the clothes and don't have it be about mental health. Yeah, it's okay. Or, or, like if that's truly your platform, then write it, but don't be don't try to fool anybody that you're like not in it for money. We're all in it for money, baby. Yeah, and, and it seems like all these mental health people are all like rich and hot. Like the people who are like super proponents of, of changing the world and, and our collective mental health. And which well, Jason, is, who are you, who are you going to fall into the fire, TJ? Somebody hot or somebody ugly? I'm definitely going with somebody hot. Depends on what they have to say. I'll follow an uggo nope, as, as long as they are saying some cool stuff. No, fuck that. Uh-uh. <laughs> no bueno, mate. <laughs> no bueno into the fire. Um, also, we haven't taken any questions. Do you have questions, or do we even get questions anymore? Is that a thing? Yeah, that we've, no, we've gotten some, but I mean, hold on. I guess I can look at it. I'm, I'm just, you know, man, I'm just, I just, just wanted to catch up with my mate. Chris is going you know? through it. I'm going through it. I've had a tough, I, I, today was tough, but you know what? Big CB always comes out on top and you never fucking forget it. Tomorrow is another day, Chris. We need you to pull together our, um, our fans, our fans need it. Also, do you yeah. think, um, I've been doing a lot of research about people talking about podcasts in general being yeah. affected by by the core have you noticed any any new changes or trends going on i don't i honestly don't listen to podcasts man like i don't uh, i mean no i mean i i this especially in this last month since we've or whatever five weeks since we started doing this and i've been displaced and not commuting or uh, you know for lack of a better term i haven't listened to a podcast at all really do you think that if you were alone and just like doing dishes or cleaning yeah, or something like that you'd be listening to music or a pod i've been listening to a lot of music actually mm. do a lot you, of music do you and your 
partner enjoy listening to the same music? No, she likes, you know, Lil Got It and Uzi, and I like, you know, Jackson Brown or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like So are do you guys segregate the time? Is 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 old white dad music hours during the daytime and then then short, I mean, it's shorties mostly, Lil Uzi it, is at nighttime? It's mostly CB music. I, I just don't find Lil Uzi to be like appropriate for any time at, at the house, really. Mm, I mean, I you're not. I, I kind of have. To, I I, I kind of have to agree. Like I listen to like sad shit or like ambient shit at home because like I'm I'm just at home. Like what the fuck? I'm not trying to jump up and down or kill anybody. Do you do you? Is it weird listening to sad? music with another person around or no i've listened you, to said I'll, I'll no that's my no that's my culture so and you I'll so you've never had a problem listening to some personal music with other people around all music is deeply personal to me jason i feel on a different level than you do maybe <laughs> because yeah, you you know as a person who listens to, i mean you know you cut your teeth on edm which is you know mm-hmm. for lack of a better term heartless music um <sighs> god damn it so it's a, it's a little different for me. I'm I'm just more in touch with my emotions because of the genres that I've been into for such a long time, you know. And you're not afraid to hide it. Not afraid to hide it. So you know? like if you're, you know, if if there's like some deep some deep deep sad music going on, you you will let it spray no problema. And, you're, yeah, and, you don't, I mean, and you don't care if your girlfriend's like, oh, what the fuck's going on over here? I mean, I only listen to that kind of music, really. So what are you supposed to do? Tra- she's trained and desensitized. Yeah. I mean, everybody in my life is. Like, CB is going to put on fucking, you know, The Smiths and listen to it all the way through. And that's just what it's going to be. Mm, maybe I need to start listening to The Smiths again. I mean, they're still the greatest band of all time. <clears throat> that is, I, I have said before, that is the one band where... I will I will never get sick of hearing their song come on. Like if I'm just you know out somewhere and a, and a Smith song comes on, it's always welcome. Whereas other bands that I love, I can go in and out of being in the mood for it. I'm never not in the mood for it. It's so weird. But I'm also I've also never been like a true Smith fan. I've never seen. I mean, live. that's that's crazy. Do you remember when we went to the Morrissey night? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. But I have fun. a lot of fun at the Morrissey night. That shit was fun. That was lit. That was like very fun. That's the thing kind of things we did pre quarantine, you know. Should I post a should I post a fifteen check story saying I miss this and then put up pictures of Smith's night? Definitely. I mean I think yeah. those types of nights I I I miss the most of ones where you can't go to it and just just like kind of have a couple of brews and chill. And like check it out for a couple hours. Like everyone in your friend group has to be down. Like we're gonna have like a four a.m. wake up on the living room type of night. Like it's gonna, it reminds it's gonna me. Get sloppy. Well, the first my first experience with nightlife really was going to a thing called you know like an eighties night situation that leaned a little gothy, but like all the hardcore kids would go because they would play the Smiths and Morrissey and like Susie and the Banshees and shit and. That and, and kind then of a, you guys were into goth chicks, probably. Um, not really, not real ones, but mm-hmm. like ad- adjacent. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, I've told you before, all the hot chicks in ATL at that point worked at Betsy Johnson, so you know what that you know what the vibe is. <laughs> you guys had a Betsy Johnson there? Wow. 
Yeah, it's fuck you. Atlantic, yeah, the hot chicks. I mean, it was my first girlfriend, one of my first girlfriends. Yeah, she she worked she worked That's there. Her all, no, all her hot friends worked there and they all wore like, you know, they listened to Nick Cave and the Smiths and mm-hmm. the Pixies and what that's still hot to this day. I agree. You know, nothing is cooler than like PJ Harvey and Nick Cave. <clears throat> so I think my my first club experience was also going to the eighties night. And where I, was the one where was the one in Orange County? I would, was, I was going to, I was going to LA. We were, we would drive up every Sunday. Um and that's and we would I remember there was you know, what is that movie? Valley Girl. Yes. Um, there was a girl there was an older woman. I was I was I was like 18 when I was going. So I wasn't I wasn't maybe 17. I was not able to drink. And there, were you gone off the pills though? <clears throat> no, no, no. I was I found an older woman who thought I looked like Nicolas Cage in Valley Girl, and it was like an <laughs> '80s night, so I was like probably wearing some '80s kind of clothing. This is insane. And she would. And you don't I, look like that, but okay, continue. If I lose the beard and kind of have like a little bit of a dopey expression with some messy long hair, I can get there. Well, you the dopey expression is imprinted forever, so that you have. Also, if I lose twenty years, then it's a lot. Okay, better. then we're let's. All right, now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> but uh, and every every week, I would I would go find her, and she would buy me an adios motherfucker. I would I would have to give her money, but she would she would buy it for me, and then then we would just make out for a while. Damn! Wow, sick. It was it was my hey, first experience with an older woman. Damn, I love that. Well, now it's hard for you because you're so old. So I mean, you know, I yeah, I, I assume that that gal is no longer with us. <laughs> no, she's that old. <laughs> Jesus. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, she was like I was probably eighteen, and she was like you know twenty three or something, twenty four. So she's dead now because she was five <laughs> years older than you. <laughs> That's she's the joke. no longer with us. I see. I get it now, TJ. I love when you make. I love when TJ makes it funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was back when I would drink an adios motherfucker because I I didn't know I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. That is that is a Long Island iced tea with blue in California with blue stuff in inside of it. Instead the fuck of, are you talking about? What the fuck is blue stuff? Blue stuff, baby. There's a blue, <laughs> blue stuff, baby. There's a. <laughs> There's a, a, a like a liqueur called Blue Carousel, which is like I don't know. It's like some artificial blue alcohol yeah. beverage. I don't know what it tastes like. Fruity fruit punch or something. But it it would I guess it was big in like the 80s or something, and they would use it to make drinks blue. So it was just a Long Island that was blue. It was like tequila, vodka, whiskey, gin, ice cubes, and blue stuff. And I would drink that because I didn't know that might, that may that was often the only drink of the night for me. Because because <clears throat> Old Bay would only buy you one, or because you were so twisted off one. Old Bay would only buy me one, and I probably didn't have enough money to buy another one. They're, they were expensive. Were you, were you blasting cigs? <clears throat> Definitely blasting cigs. Uh, getting blacked out, and then the '80s room had the goth side room as well. What would be in the goth side room, like full on, like like? That's it wasn't true. it wasn't like deep deep goth. It was it was goth adjacent, like Sisters of Mercy. Yeah, I guess so. 
It was it okay. wasn't like full skinny puppy dungeon. It was okay. and they probably played some like electro and stuff like that. But that's mm, where I, that's where you would go to to try and get a little titty, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, Jason. <laughs> I do know what you mean. I didn't I, I never did something like that, but I do know what you mean by getting a little titty in the club. <laughs> you never did you never tried to do that in the club? I didn't say I didn't try. No, uh, I no, I didn't. I, dude, look, when I'm at the club, or well, I mean, especially at this point, when I was at the club, we I had my mind on one thing and one thing only: selling coke. No, doing coke. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't sell any coke. I should have, but not yet. So your so your only goal, but I mean, like the whole point of coke is you you do coke and then you do and then it makes everything else better. It makes smoking cigs better it makes dancing better it makes trying to get a little titty better it it makes doing more coke better (laughs) yes it ultimately yeah it's way cooler to do coke at a club than chase chicks it makes you think that your pickup lines are very good yeah i mean i'm sure yours were brilliant at that time um a true poet i probably did not even use words (laughs) just Just a series of glances You just did some sexy eyes across the room and they just fall apart. No, no, no. I mean, like, that was kind of the beauty of, of like, the all-ages club where everyone is 18, drunk, and, you know, hormones are, are raging. Like, you, you, all you have to do is just, like, stand in the middle of the dance floor and then eventually someone will just start making out with you, you know? That's true, especially if you got the right jean jacket on. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't. Damn, TJ didn't have the right Levi's trucker with the pins. No, I had, I had, I had that, but I didn't. I never put pins on my denim jacket. I thought it was a little dirty. Yeah, I see that. You want to keep it clean. And I was, and I was pretty dirty. I bet you were. <laughs> All right, Chris. Hey, Jason. We've done. We've done an hour. <sighs> you know, man, <clears throat> it was honestly great to catch up with my king. This made me feel a little better after our our. our uh, whirlwind last few days of this podcast. Good, good, good. You know, it, we have to remember it's not always about the guests. It's also about us, too. Exactly. Sometimes we just need a session of the two of us. You're damn right. And that's on a normal show, this would be something available only on Patreon, but not us. Exactly. Because we're not digital panhandlers like some of these other podcasts. <laughs> digital panhandlers. You know, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Got their hands out, and their Yeezys on. <laughs> hands out, Yeezys on. Please, sir. Please, sir. I need a new pair of loafers. <laughs> yeah, those Gucci horse bits. You're paying for these Gucci horse bits. You come get the best content for free. <laughs> we wouldn't wear Gucci over here. We got taste, boy. Come on. <laughs> Chris, letting it spray in the final seconds. I like it. Well, because I know the real heads listen all the way to the end, so you got to save it for the save the best for last. You did, Whitney right. Houston boys. Um, <laughs> Thank you, all of our real heads. <laughs> uh, all right, TJ, I will talk to you on uh, whatever. When are we talking again? Thursday. We'll talk to you on Thursday. All right, bro. Bye bye. Later, mate. <laughs>